got to ask Sam to record on his end too. Well, welcome everyone to another, well, I was going to say another episode of Plate Stack Chat, but actually it is the, the first ever live episode of Plate Stack Chat. Who knows what could go wrong? <laughs> but I am Jason, joined by Sam and Tom. Um, guys, how are, how are you? How do you feel about doing this live? I'm, I'm, I'm feeling excited. I'm feeling particularly live right now. Good. Yeah. I mean, live, live. It's it. It's. I feel it's. It's a milestone. How I don't know how many episodes we've recorded together, recorded separately, and then suddenly when you're like we're going live, I'm like, holy cow! <laughs> <laughs> I might forget yeah. how to talk or something. Yeah, I, I don't know if you can see on my screen in the top corner. I can see like an an eye, and then it's got somebody watching. Somebody dropped off, <laughs> so it's. It's not gonna. That, that, that's not that, gonna... That, that must be a host thing because I yeah. am. I assume thousands are tuning in. Yeah. All, all of that. our all of our thousands of subscribers, I'd imagine, are watching right now. I imagine too. So, uh, as this is a uh, the the first we say we say the first of many future live shows, we hope uh, we're just trialing some new software. So, if if anything doesn't look silky smooth because it's just a little test isn't it We're just trying out a new thing but one of the the wonderful things about doing a, a kind of a live show doing it more in the moment is we can report on things like the most up-to-date news coming out of crossfit so guys any guesses what at least was sent to me by multiple people this week <laughs> with regards to crossfit news i've no idea jace is it got anything to do with I don't know, some form of, oh, monster. <laughs> What's that coming over? I need a stream deck. What's that coming over the hill? Is it a monster? Is it a monster? So I absolutely thought, like, as, well, I'm assuming the reason everybody sent me this is because they, they thought I would get angry about it. But it, it was like a real kind of double-edged thing because I was like, yes, on the one hand, I don't like this. But on the other hand, how great is it that we've just decided to record a live show? And this is the first bit of news we get to report on. Like, the timing couldn't be any better. Um, so Monster Energy have signed a roster of the biggest names in the sport. So like we, well, we, I moaned about Monster being at the games last year. And they're not going anywhere. If anything, they will be more prominent than ever before. Um Tom wanted to make sure I read the article and I didn't form my opinions <laughs> solely based off of the the title. But um, I have read the article. For, I, I guess I would ask first, do you guys have any opinions on Monster um, being, you know, so closely linked to CrossFit now? I, I think I... Yeah, I do. And, and I think one of the things I, the, this news breaks really kind of like it breaks on social media. And so people are very quick to like launch their opinions and, and Morning Chalk Up are always like, please read the article before launching into the comments <laughs> if you must. Um, and that's, I mean, initially that's what I was like, you know, make sure you read it because it isn't your typical kind of like we expect this many posts on social media a month for however much we're paying your athletes. It sounds like it's more about they want to be in with the biggest and best in the sport to try and understand how Monster can better serve the sport and the community at large, um, which I think is great for a big brand to want to be able to do that. What isn't in the article is the link. It is what a lot of people are like. Glassman was always against like coca-cola and big sugar and the details of that aren't in that article and uh, it's not about the it's not about the health concerns around big uh, around kind of fizzy drinks there's a lot more complicated stuff in it around legal challenges and stuff that actually aren't around the the drinks that are in the cans it's more about kind of um stuff that was going on in the courtrooms that i'm probably going to do a disservice to but i think um, a lot of people are so quick to jump into the comments being like, how can fizzy drinks sponsor CrossFit? 
but uh, and getting outraged. But um, there's a lot more complicated stuff to it than that. Um, that's my thoughts. I think it's great. I think big brands getting involved in the sport are great. I think this isn't straightforward because of who the brand is. Yeah, I, I think that, it, that that's interesting, isn't it? Because that it, because also when you read the article, it almost kind of makes the defense about the sugar side of things because it's sort of saying, hey, it's not even your your normal monster. Like they're going to be more organic and more kind of, uh, you know, and, and, and it's like, yeah, okay, that's, that is one thing. And that maybe answers a question for the people that are like, well, it's, you know, CrossFit's anti-sugar. Why are you having all of this? Um, but as you said, it's, it's actually what like Coke and Pepsi were doing behind the scenes, uh, particularly in America, lobbying, trying to basically get it that they, you know, they would have a part in being able to say who and who couldn't be a trainer. And therefore, you know, your L1 didn't mean anything because unless you had other certificates that they could control, you know, it, it would have been, you know, and, and it was, there was a, a huge fight put up against this. And we don't kind of know exactly what the outcome of that was now. And I think that's where people are like, you know, there was a fight to, to stop these people really damaging what CrossFit could do. And maybe we won that fight. Who really knows? And then anyway, they've been welcomed in to, to come and do things. My other little thought, like sidestep or that, because I think it's also good that money comes into the sport to help it grow. Somebody said that to me. They were like, you know, it is good because it's going to help the athletes. They can be like, you know, more focused on being athletes. But even when you read the article, even though they're saying like, oh, we're looking for people that are, uh, you know, have interesting stories and uh, compelling stories behind them, you know, not only live and breathe the ethos of what we're doing, but then they put it into their lives kind of thing. And it's like, yeah, you've picked Justin Medeiros, Tia Claire Toomey, Noros, you just grabbed the biggest names. So it's not like, you know, if, if you'd said, oh, we went to Wadapalooza and, you know, Jorge Fernandez, uh, yeah, he finished like 30th, but he was a real fun guy and we're going to sponsor him. And now for him, he could be like, oh, I could go full-time athlete. Mm. That would change things. But you've picked people who are already successful enough to be full-time athletes, have the yeah. big sponsors. And then you said, oh, let's just throw some more money at them and it will get mm. our name out there front and mm. center. And I mean, yeah, they're not going to ask the Instagram posts, but these are the images <laughs> that go up on the article, <laughs> like <laughs> Justin <laughs> dancing at the Monster Energy booth. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, that's you make a really good point, and it's something. And Sam, I'll, I'm going to throw it over to you in a second. But exactly what you said, Jason. Around we want to elevate the sport, and I think that's a phrase that's used is to elevate it for all. And so I thought about the competitive athlete, and I'm thinking of like an S curve. And what I mean by that is that at the bottom of the S, you've got the mass majority, those that maybe get to quarterfinals, getting to semifinals, but getting to the games is never really going to be on the cards just either through their athletic ability or, or whatever. Then you've got the, the vertical part of the S, which is those that could make it to the games if they were able to go full-time, if they could focus on their training, on their recovery, not worry about making rent because they've got to be PT or whatever else alongside it. And then at the top mm. of the S, which is flat again, you've got the tier player Toomies, you've got the seasoned um you know, seasoned games athletes who are already established, already professional. And that's not to dissuade and to disparage like the effort that they've gone through to get there. But the biggest effect they could have would be investing in those that are on the, the vertical part of the S curve, because that ship giving them some money to allow them completely focused on your training. Let's elevate the sport. You can't, it's hard to elevate those already at the top. Yeah. Good but point. anyway, so, sorry, Sam. I did what That's I did right. say I'd throw it um, to you. I'm going to apologise to the morning chalk up. Jace, can you scroll down a bit to the bottom of this picture? There, stop, stop, up, 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 stop. Oh, the first credit. Mistake. It's a spell oh. of mistake. It's monster energy. Um, <laughs> that, <that's, laughs> that was my first thought. Uh, <laughs> sorry, morning chalk up. Um, but I think that, um, so my background before this was um didn't know that came up on this uh in this stream by the way that i guess yeah love your tea well lovely thanks so anyway um i think my background is been in extreme sports i was uh, i used to run a skate park we used to run skate scooter and bmx jams and monster energy would come along now what happens at said things and it's the same as what happens 
well, actually, it doesn't happen as much in CrossFit stuff, but Red Bull events, there are buckets of Red Bull around, and you can just go there and you can take whatever you want. At extreme sports events, there are buckets of Monster Energy just lying around, and you can take whatever you want. Now, personally, I think that's poor, and I think that is a bad thing. Um, the reason for why I had 13 cans of Monster in one day when I was um, when I was at a skate jam. Yeah, I was Haven't lying under. Since. I was I was <laughs> like I was laying on them under my bed. I'm not even joking. My friend Matt Rose will vouch. He did the same. Um, as long as 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 well as various other um, what are now high level BMXers who are all now like eating clean and drinking clean and all that stuff. But they, um, yeah, it gets dished out, right? And that's why, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, that's I'm just why playing I think around. This is a, thanks, mate. That's why I think this is a bad thing because um, sugar is the big deal, right? I'm a big guy. The literal reason is I eat too much sugar. It's, it's quite simple. It's literally that simple. I, I have, you know, I'm just, and I think it's an encouragement because if I say I walked into the local store, right, I'm, I'm driving. I do a lot of driving. I drive in. I drive into a petrol station and I go there and I think, oh, I'll get a Monster Ultra because that's seemingly OK for me. There's no sugar and blah, 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 blah. It, you know, that sort of stuff. That's OK. Oh, they don't have any of that. Well, what can I get instead? Oh, well, Monster must be good. So there are all these other types of Monster you can get, which... If I were unawares, then I would just get whatever, you know. And I, that's where I, I, I'm not hating on anybody for doing what they can to get through, you know, get get to where the next level of where they want to be. I mean, Tia Claire Toomey and, and um, Justin Medeiros don't need, they don't need Monster Energy as a sponsor. They, they've they've made it. They could have anybody as a sponsor. Monster are probably just paying them the most money at this point. Um. But as you say, Tom, that S curve, I think if we were starting our S curve a little lower and we were starting to bring in, I know Mal O'Brien arguably sort of on her way up, but she's with Matt Fraser. She, you know, she's training with those guys. She's at the top. Um, who was the other? Was it Daniel Brandon? Uh, Daniel Brandon and Noah Olsen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're all they're all big names. And well, I 100% agree with you on like the sugar side of things, because I was actually thinking, while it's true, yeah, you can get all the zero sugar, low sugar, whatever. It, for your average person, they're just going to see, oh, Tia, you know, was wearing a monster T-shirt or or Justin was. Yeah. And I'm there. Oh, oh, look, there's monster. And they just they're not reading the can. They're just grabbing one. My my other thought, again, even with all these like high energy drinks and stuff is if you start getting that like dependency or that's what you need to get through the wad. Maybe you need to think about your sleep. Maybe you need to think about your nutrition. There are bigger yeah. like if if it's oh, I need to have a can every time I'm going to the gym. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's that is if, damaging if caffeine, the health side. But if, but if caffeine's what you're after, Monster isn't. I, I, I can almost guarantee that the the Monster Energy drink that they will be having won't be some high mega high caffeine. Like the, I get, I think the most caffeine you'll get in a in a can is Noco. That side is a is a can of Noco. <laughs> Screen's um, not mirrored. Yeah, you no, got to remember that. <laughs> um. Yeah, so the that if you want a, a caffeine hit, if you want a pre-workout, go take a pre-workout, right? If we're talking just casual, I, I don't know. At least tier two me and that won't have to have water in their monster cans. Do you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> maybe, maybe that's all they will have. Who knows? And anyway, I just thought, what a, what a great story to start. What a good start. Speaking of, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take us into the next one. Speaking let, let, of being... No, before you do that, because I, I want to say one more oh, thing on this, because God. I think there's there's always a lot of outrage. There's a lot of outrage. There's a lot of things, most things called outrage, I think, within the CrossFit community. Yeah. Um, we have gone through a big change in 2020 with like new leadership coming into the CrossFit HQ. But the new leadership has come into CrossFit HQ with an intent to to grow the brand and to grow the sport, to grow the methodology. And that takes a different style of leadership to what we had under Glassman and kind of, which was kind of entrepreneurial. It was changing the status quo. It was, uh, um, I, I think I used a phrase earlier in chatting to someone on Instagram around like guerrilla fitness. It was kind of challenging how things were normally done. Now CrossFit now is, whilst it's still very niche, it's, it's a lot more established and to grow 
beyond where it currently is, it's going to require partnerships with like mainstream brands, Monster being one of them, but we're undoubtedly going to see other partnerships come along. And inherently, I think some people will feel really triggered by that, especially on the delights of social media, because they're bought into their own and romanticism of guerrilla fitness, of being kind of niche and being subculture. And that dramatically kind of conflicts with the idea of becoming like paired with mainstream brands and things like that. So we're going to, you know, we're going to be talking about things, other articles where it'll be a different brand, the same type of outrage, a different decision, same type of outrage. I think because of the kind of the nature of, of CrossFit and its growth. Nice. I agree. Now, I know there's a bit of news that. that has come out <laughs> that I haven't seen. I'm really, I'm gonna, I'm, not, I'm really looking forward to your reaction to this. Um, speaking of being irresponsible, um, apparently someone last night gave the work experience kid the login details to CrossFit.com or the the Instagram page. <laughs> because Tom, I really, the, so Tom's managed to get hold of this, which I'm super stoked about. Um, because I think instant, like within an hour, it was taken down. Maybe, maybe less. Well, um, I, you guys shared it last night, and it must have been quite late when you shared it. <laughs> and I woke up at, I mean, ridiculously early this morning, and it was already gone. So I don't know <laughs> how long it was up, but I don't know what it is. I just saw your conversation about it, and I have, and I was like, "Tell me what it is." I was like, "No, wait, don't tell me. Tell me on pod. Let's let's do this live." So. Yeah. yeah, so let's let's see if I so while while I try and share my screen, um, I let's see if I can do that. So the the video was posted on CrossFit.com, their main Instagram profile, um, and it was of two two women lifting a barbell together. Well, that's not mm. unheard of in the nope. slightest. Um, and the comments lit up like a Christmas tree. People being like, uh, "This probably," and and I think, but it was not. It was not just the comments. The caption was like, "Give this a go," and it, it just it just didn't kind of like uh, go down oh. as well. So um, make sure you share your audio as well because the audio on it was pretty good too. Yeah. So so let let's see let's see if I can um, let's see if I can do this. You know, as I say, this is our first time doing this, so I need to see whether I can uh, uh, need to see whether I can make me so I kind of share. Share, share the screen but it's it's just really interesting because it is the type of thing that is really share worthy on on instagram but it's there's just a little bit of a question as to like whether whether it was like the, the right thing to share in this situation so bear with me a second um i i am bearing with oh yeah so failing fa fa failing that I'm, I'm gonna just send it to, to jason and he can do it um no right that's there and then i am going to share that um and this should be coming through now uh, no so um, bottom of the screen be, bottom so... of the screen you've got share yeah yeah so um you, you might need to put it on the screen jace any look I, I, I don't have anything that i can share there's nothing come up all right um let come back to me in a come back to me in a second then <laughs> all right let's fill <laughs> oh well what we could say is uh if you if you're listening to this as a podcast on thursday morning so we've shifted from tuesday release to thursday release so that we can do the live show on a wednesday night and then we can put it up thursday morning um and we have some pre-recorded episodes that are still going to go up on thursday morning in between before we kind of get our, our rhythm of really running this so if you've come particularly from CrossFit Glasgow, because Ian and Gav told you they'd stayed on for six hours, so they must have recorded more than one episode. <laughs> then um... right, Tom has now disappeared. <laughs> That's all right. Um... That's right. Uh, there, There is another episode with them. It's recorded. It's in the bag. I would say, oh, that will be up next Thursday. It, it will definitely up. It will be up before the open. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. And then we'll see what happens with live episodes and, and other things that we're doing between mm. now and then we've lost tom this is i mean if you are listening to this as a podcast thursday morning and you haven't seen the chaos <laughs> this is go this back is, this is the beauty it'll be on youtube go to our youtube mm. and you can watch it see see us panic when tom disappears yeah i'm not sure even we how we even get him back like <laughs> but pff, that's live shows everyone um 
So the other thing we are going to talk Tom. about, I guess. Oh, Tom's back. Tom's back. Let me add it. Uh, how, are, you, are you losing your hair rapidly, Jason? <laughs> hey, one of us has to keep the hair for the pod. Oh, shots fired. Wow. That, yeah, shots fired. What is this? I chose to shape my head, and that's the story I'm sticking to. Yeah. yeah. Um, if so, you if you are listening, sorry, if you are listening to this as a podcast um, in your car or wherever, please don't watch it as you're going along because you will crash. Um, but we will post some of the videos. We'll try and get some of the videos through our social media. We're going to try and post them as shorts as well on our YouTube channel. Um, and so we're going to try and involve it in that way. So if you're feeling like you're a bit disconnected um, through the audio part of it, then you will. Um, yeah, we will we'll try and loop you in in other ways, um, and we will try and get in some. Uh, we'll try and sort of incorporate the the more of an audio element to it. But we're we're trying out some new stuff. You know, just bear with us, love us, um, and uh, yeah, hopefully you'll join in. All right. So now, hopefully, we are sharing screen. So one yeah. thing I do pride myself on is is being pretty good at recognizing CrossFit Games athletes. So when I saw overall. this post come up, yeah. There we go, Jason. Well done. So it was Valve overall. And I was like, this is a repost for sure. They've not, it, it looked a, a relatively like, uh, yeah, it wasn't done like at CrossFit HQ or for CrossFit. Like, oh, we really need to create some bespoke media. Let's do this. So this is the video. So I just went to her and people can find that. They can get a Valve overalls Instagram account and, and it's on her, on her, uh, on her, um, kind of feed as well so um jason this is something for you to i was going to say you could maybe try it with rob bird but as you'll probably <laughs> discover you guys probably aren't the perfect match okay <laughs> all right so for, for anyone for anyone tom, li listening can you share uh, the sound can you share the sound tom there's a uh, little tick box that you put on so basically your... there we go. they do a clean one catches it high and one catches it in almost like a snatch and then they swap positions and then they both take it up and do a double split jerk oh with one barbell basically they're, they're holding two people holding one barbell they clean it one catches it pretty much in a snatch one catches it in a power and then they yeah they well rob and i could not do this oh and sure. there's a thruster and then yeah yeah, yeah. If, and if some celebrations. Want, wow! If that type of Instagram content is something that you enjoy, another person worth following is I think is is his name like Toro Kitty or I, I, it's it's kind of like a you know a European weightlifter and he does some crazy stuff like that and I'm pretty sure that's where they've got it from as well. Yeah, I am. Um, uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say, Jace, that I'm probably not gonna hire you for any sort of audio description. Um, if yeah. you know, if I've got a film or that. something. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm still in shock. I mean, I'm the person that I think when we had Mike Catris on and we were talking about team events and I was like, I'm not sure about this two people deadlifting a bar. It seems ridiculous to me. <laughs> so the idea of doing an entire sort of barbell complex with two people, not even synchro, like alternating movements, basically. Um, yeah, probably not the best idea. Speaking of CrossFit, speaking of Mike Catris, there we go. What an in. Um <laughs> Road to the games, right? That's what we had Mike on last time, just before the games, as they were heading off as part of a team. Uh, and you know, hey, maybe again this year. So we now have the the road to the games pretty much laid out before us. Is that the would that be right to say, uh, Tom? Indeed. I'm going to share my screen once again. The way uh, the way to the games, like the the road. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is the way to not all of the events are done yet but this is looking good nevertheless yeah so um uh, how can i get to the games <laughs> um, how could one much more fitter than i get to the games uh this is our our season right so uh, i've put up the individual post from from crossfit just because i i figure that's the easiest one to talk about and then maybe we can talk about uh, the teams and the the, the teens and masters and that so tom do you want to do you want to take us through well we, we recently did uh last week actually it wasn't our, our podcast about the open so we, we've spoken a lot about the open as a community event that it's just fun for all the community and we all can get involved for some in the community it's a little bit more than just <laughs> a, a fun event it is the first step so um where do we go from there what in, in terms of the 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 
beyond the open. So yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're actually looking at a structure that's very similar to, to last year. Now, for some people recognizing that we were still on in lockdown for the open last year, it might have been like, you know what, I didn't even pay attention. Um, so what we've actually seen, seen this year, like we did last year, we've got only three weeks of the open. Um, so that doesn't mean there's only going to be three workouts, but we're going to see three weeks of the open, um, which is the, the stage of the CrossFit game season that everyone can get involved in. Um, what we're going to see at that point, though, from the three weeks of the Open is that the top 10% of the Open will progress to quarterfinals. Um, I think the quarterfinals last year, if we ignore the fact that, again, we were still struggling with um, with uh, lockdown and stuff, is, is an awesome addition to the kind of the game season because it has the potential for every affiliate potentially to to have like a couple of athletes, maybe, maybe kind of, you know, double figures athletes making it to the next stage um and that's a weekend kind of online competition similar to the online age group qualified that folks might be a lot more familiar with because it's been around for a number of years but um it, it will kind of create a five-week open but what you're going to have is you're going to have three weeks for everyone then you're going to have a long weekend for the individuals and then a long weekend for the teams um so you know there's still going to be that affiliate centered mm. celebration of fitness but just a chance to perhaps spotlight those that are slightly um kind of higher up the leaderboard with with more challenging workouts um so yeah i think it's great and i think it also means that the open can be more accessible because they've got the second stage quarter the quarter final stage to really turn the screws and introduce things like rope climbs and ghds that you know just aren't aren't feasible or sensible um uh for for the kind of first stage of of the game season so, so I think that's super exciting. Um, I, I think that was like a big obstacle last year for particularly in the UK, a lot of people, because we, a lot of us were able to do the open RX anyway from home or with kind of the equipment we had access to and we could get to. So it meant that quite a number of people did pass through to that next stage, but they did not have like GHDs and ropes and things at home that they could use to do the open, to do that that were the, the quarterfinals so i imagine this year there's going to be a lot of people that could have done it last year but because of circumstance couldn't mm -hmm. and they're definitely going to want to to get involved uh, and you know if you've had a community that have been like cheering people on for three weeks of the open and then you get an opportunity to mm -hmm. go back to the box to cheer on the guys that are just you know a level up from you and there's no no one's going to make you do the workout you can just go and cheer them on uh, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how, because we, we've never had a chance to really get behind uh, quarterfinals. It mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. hasn't been a thing, has it? So yeah. it'll be interesting this yeah. year to see how that how that goes. Yeah, I think we're going to see like big differences in like say who who we see progress. Like looking looking at the definitely at the UK, it's easier to kind of say like actually you know we're going to be some different names in there. I think because you know of not having that same degree of kind of restriction on on kind of access to gyms and stuff. So, but equally the quarterfinals, you know, there was a host of athletes that qualified in that top ten percent and then didn't take up the opportunity because they just weren't able to. Um, there was a lot of politics around who got access to a gym, who didn't, and you know the the cuffs are off this year for now and i think they're going to stay that way um so you know i, I think it's going to be in a re really exciting quarterfinals we are seeing the same representation moving through forward to semi-finals um so 60 advancing from europe specifically um but also the same representation advancing from semi-finals to the games which you know i'm, I'm sure uh, Brian Friend, at least, is, uh, and, and many other athletes in what feel like some of the underrepresented regions probably feel like there, there needs to be a, a change. But at the same time, I'm not surprised, given everything else going on at CrossFit HQ, that they're just sticking with the current format um, in, in terms of that. Yeah. What is interesting, so uh, what is interesting is they still have the last chance qualifier, um, which was kind of a catch-all for people that were still um no no, no. you're struggling and stuff yeah you're getting mixed up there sam that the last chance qualifier was always in there and and in a sense what it does is it just recognized that some regions probably should have more athletes at the games so you can probably guess that the last chance qualifier is going to qualify through an athlete from europe maybe oceana um it's it's not going to be a route to the games for someone say from south america asia or or africa and you know i'm 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 happy to be proved wrong there, but really that's what that last chance qualifier is. Is it's trying to give like 
get some additional places. So that's what the last chance qualifier, I think, was there for, was to give a second bite of the cherry. What I think you're thinking of is that when all the semifinals were going online last year, they started creating this kind of like final semi they had they were going to add like an extra semi-final at the end which were they were going to throw all the kind of like athletes that couldn't make it to their virtual semi-final oh, okay so how does yeah. so how just to break that down so how is this one going to work because that's yeah so as you as you're dumb as you um the village idiot as uh ah, not as, as, as the as the european emperor once said tom do you want me to share your your graph by the way that you've um not yet not yet not yeah that's, that's that's timing okay. yeah yeah so um Ooh, Sam, graph. I'm, I'm not surprised you're confused because they had to make so many changes during the 2021 season yeah at one point semi-finals started expecting to be in person then they gradually had to go virtual and i think once they all went virtual and they found homes for kind of people like dear claire to and stuff they were like well we don't need the the extra semi-final at the end we'll just kind mm. of do it as do it as is um so how the last chance qualifier works now is that um for regions where five athletes qualify for the game so that's north america and europe i think it's sixth seventh and eighth or at least sixth and seventh qualify for the last chance qualifier um, in Oceania, where the top three qualify for the games. Then I think it's fourth and fifth, um, and then I guess in South America, uh, where two qualify, third and fourth. fourth, and then Africa maybe second and third. Um, so what you end up with is you'll end up, and it's a and again this year it's virtual. They've not, they're not taking it to Vegas, unfortunately. No. I think that would be really cool. Um, you know, High Rocks got in there first, um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, is is so it gives a chance for those bubble athletes to kind of make make their way to the games and you know we saw people like uh, Lucy Campbell do super well in 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 the semi-finals and get through to that last chance qualifier um so that's that's really exciting um and you know hopefully um you know if if Lucy doesn't qualify outright as as a top 5 in Europe that you know she's got a really good chance in the last chance qualifier as well but it's a, i mean it's a, it's it's a it's a last chance saloon right it, it's uh, you don't know what's going to happen um you you you're you're having to do that on top of semi-finals on top of quarterfinals you know you're going to have I to think, your training well i think like if that. if lucy doesn't doesn't qualify in the top 10 i will deep fry gherkin and eat it that's a okay. pickle to all on, you people on, that are living in america on on uh on, on you know i want you to get like a desktop fryer so you can do it on uh, i see on i'll take chat live as a health and safety manager i feel like that's probably a bad idea but i'll try it anyway <laughs> an air fryer what about an air fryer air fryer that's it i'll deep if you um if you go fry. to if you go to our patreon link we'll make sure we fun, put some of that into buying salmon air fryer, <laughs> an air fryer. um I, I suppose another thing with the last chance though is obviously um well one it means that if you know somebody just was you know, if somebody was like feeling ill or something the week that they had their um, their semi-final, and it's like you know a name that we would expect a hundred percent to have qualified, and just clearly something went wrong, that is also the way they could, you know, they could then make it anyway, which would be a shame, right? If that was the way, because as you said, mm. like it would be a shame if six people from that North American semi-final went through and still only free from Australia mm -hmm. kind of thing. So yeah. ideally we want to see those uh, more competitive regions that have less spots really step up and be like, Hey, yeah. you should be giving us more spots. We're taking those two from the last chance qualifier, mm -hmm. but it's then also difficult for them to, you know, that's what, like five, six weeks later uh, from like the first semifinals. Yeah. So if you do make it, that's sort of like, at least five weeks of training that mm -hmm. the other people yeah. have had that you haven't. So mm. Bri not... Brian friend raised this on the Savannah podcast, mm. actually about the, the vast difference between those that qualify for semifinals in week one, which is like the 21st and 22nd of May versus those that qualify through last chance qualifiers, which is the first and first through third of July. July. And that was actually the reason why I created the graphic that Jason, if you want to share it, because yeah. I haven't yet seen all the events and stuff laid out on a calendar. So you can really start to see like Oof. how busy, how busy the season is. Um, so, I mean, the open and the qualifiers uh, and the quarterfinals, right? That's, that's your March and April sorted. But then we really, in the second half of May, we really jump right into into semifinals so so all 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 athletes who qualify for semifinals have got one two three 
for five weeks, best part of six weeks from quarterfinals before they kind of go into semis. But then what we can kind of see is that because semifinals is spread over six weeks, and again, you know, Brian was friend with someone who highlighted this on Savan podcast, um, spreading them over that amount of time and then giving a three-week gap until the last chance qualifier means that some athletes are, are going to have a hell of a lot less time to ramp up for the games than those that, say, qualify at the Lowlands or Torian in mid-May can then not sit back, but they can then sit down with their coach and be like, we've got best part of, we've got two and a half months now. How can we kind of improve the, our weaknesses? Whereas if you're going through the, you know, strength in depth or more, if you do strength in depth and then you do last chance qualifier, well, you know, you're you're pretty much going to hopefully be able to still be able to get a, a hotel at, at the games. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that that's another thing isn't it if you think like those that are maybe having less spots and so one of them gets that they're generally also from places that maybe have more issues with getting visas and things like that to get to the game so it would be a real shame again if they get that spot and then they can't make it there because they didn't have enough time to because you're not going to start that you know well not even you're not going to start if you're from certain countries like you you can't go and say I'm requesting a visa because there's a chance I might get invited to this event. You'd need to go and say, "Here's my invitation. I'm going to compete in this event. I need documents to go to that country." Uh, so, like, there's a whole load of paperwork that could mm. be needed, and you again cutting down the amount of time these people have to get that in order. Um, I mean, if maybe if it was like Krenikov, he's been starting this process for like <laughs> two years ago, so he's kind of that's different because he can show that look i've been invited the last x number of years so it makes sense but if it was like a new a new games athlete they've qualified maybe again from russia somewhere like that how you know how long is it going to take them to, to process all of that and that six weeks i think for like maybe for some of us we're kind of thinking yeah but they're all like top athletes but how much we've heard them talk about knowing when to peak in the season mm. and and the fact that like they're not trying to peak for the open they're not really trying to peak for the quarterfinals or semi fight like it's this kind of wave they're riding until the games and you think like six weeks if you were going to do like a squat cycle it would probably be six weeks right and and then you, you know you do week one your test you do a six-week cycle mm. and then test again after six weeks so we know that that's a significant amount of time for training on a weakness like if, if you're really you know if you've got the goal of you know you're going to the games and you need to drill down on on this but thing i mean you can make not, a lot of progress but does that not um just amplify the need to to peak maybe to peak more so for example you we're saying like you you know you don't want to peak for the open you want to just it's about expending. Uh, it's about kind of saving the energy, isn't it? You don't want to peak for the open. You don't want to win the open and be like absolutely blasted after that, so that you then, you know, your your um, quarterfinals are, are are busted or whatever. But you want to. I, I guess they want them to perform well everywhere. You know, maybe they don't have to do as well as they need to in the open because they know that generally speaking they're going to be the the 60 in the top 60 in north america or the top 30 or the top 60 in europe or the top 120 in north america right so you would imagine that wouldn't yeah. you I, so emma mcquade think... for example will be in the top 60 europeans in the open right anyone that genuinely thinks they could make it to the games should not be concerned about the open because no. they will definitely rank high enough to go to to quarterfinals. Quarterfinals, they need to make sure they do well because they they, they can't really slip up there. Uh, yeah. And then obviously semifinals, we've seen how tight the races at semifinals mm. have been for those positions. And and so semifinals, you... just just to clarify, so that this is I, I'm not this is not my area of expertise. But do you get allocated a semifinal, or can you go wherever you want? Uh, no, so you it's region based, and okay. then it's based on. Uh, I Tom probably knows better than me. He's probably read the the rule book, but it's going to be it's based on your performance, and then your its geographic location. L last year they also introduced like preference, like you could say, oh, like one, two, three. I wanted to go to this one, this one, or this one. Um, I they haven't put that in the rule book this time, so it it will be kind of like maybe, you know, 
number one goes here, number two goes there, number three goes here within your your region. So like in Europe, mm. we've got two. So yeah. the different European athletes could be sent to one of the two. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how much say they have in that. Mm. I don't know how much thinking about travel and restrictions and which countries maybe are going to be easier for people to get into will come into play. There seems to be quite a number of things that perhaps <laughs> not everyone has thought about. <laughs> By, yeah by the list of things yeah and i think it will be seeding um you know and and that could be interesting um depending on how things progress through the season in terms of say travel restrictions you know we've seen that norway have had to um kind of postpone their event that was due to be this early part of the year hopefully come um come lowlands although lowlands is the first one in may um but mm. i i really hope everything works out fine um and our UK athletes don't have to worry tra about traveling too much if, if they do get allocated or elect to go into strength and depth, which might be nice just to quickly get excited about. Before we do that, <laughs> shout out to Kat, who's just popped up on the comments uh, of Hi, Cli Kat. Clydesdale and Friends. Um, yeah, whose, whose box is opening very, very soon. Imminently, yeah. some would say. Catalyst yeah. Fitness, home of CrossFit Clarity, I believe. Woo! Look at that. What a shout! We don't have to worry about a shout out at the end of the episode now. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Tick that off the list. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about strength and depth. Absolutely. We, we, we've, we've opened that can. Let's let's talk about it, guys. Um, have you all booked your hotels? <laughs> uh, Monday. It's opening Monday, according to the comments. So, uh, not strength and depth. <laughs> cats. Cats crossfit. Box. Cats, cats crossfit. Crossfit gym, actually, Jason, because uh, that's what you like. Because I don't like the phrase box. I know. No, yeah. apparently not. I know. Um, uh, right, strength and depth. So that's great news. Um, it's you know obviously it was a, a sanctional back when they were a things. It wasn't a semi final last year, but I mean, even if it had been, would it have yeah. been? <laughs> Um, since then, the team have obviously been able to run um, Sid Cardiff with the the Sid pairs in Cardiff. We had um, Strength and Depth Origins in Bath, so you, we could say they've they've shaken off the rust <laughs> and they are ready to do a a big show in in London at the Excel. So that is going to be very exciting. Mm. Yes, yes, we are. Yeah, I, I'm 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 so pleased that we've we're seeing a, a, a semi-final i mean it was i went to both sanctionals both 2019 and, and 2020 um at, at the xl in london and so with the new format now being back to semi-finals where there's a lot less and you know a, a lot less pie to go around when it comes to that kind of formal part of the game season as much as we're seeing kind of likes of waterpalooza doing it outside of the formal season um yeah really excited to have that back in um back in in europe and also sorry back at strength in depth but also because of the it being a regional and it being europe european centric we know we're going to get a load of like uk athletes on that on that stage and european athletes which is going to be awesome so i really hope we can see a lot of the community coming over from from the lowlands from france and and, and further afield as well because there's such strength in europe um, I've written articles saying Europe is coming, Europe is here, um, and they're, they're, they're going to be in. Uh, <laughs> what is that? What they're going to be in? What they they they're going to be. Um, they're going to be. Uh, I heard that noise. Did no one else hear that noise? I heard that noise. I don't know what that noise was. What noise was it? <laughs> I don't know. It's like I'm like maybe there's a window. Anyway, you're, like a race car. It, it, it's going to be like a. A, a European kind of like melting pot. So I'm super excited to not only see European, uh, UK athletes, but European athletes as well. I think it's my dog. <laughs> Is it like a <laughs> noise? Maybe, but it sounded like electronic. Not, so the little, right. So my dog is called Fergus. He's lovely. He's a white Labrador. He's, he, he doesn't, well, he doesn't, he's never been to, he doesn't even know about CrossFit. I mean, I've told him all about it, obviously. Um, but I've currently locked him in the kitchen because he went outside and rolled in a puddle of mud. <laughs> two seconds before I came on the pod tonight. So I, I, I was like, you're an absolute knob. Um, you can stay in the kitchen. Um, yeah, that's it. But, I think you might, I might, have need to in, go, you, yeah. you might have got in the washing machine and turned it on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can jump in the freaking microwave and turn it on for all I care right now. The little. <laughs> anyway, there we go. But I'm, I'm really excited. No doubt we're going to talk more and more about Sid 
I mean, I, I was just thinking when you were saying about how, like, the difference of it being a, a, a sanctional to a semi-final and the focus on, like, UK athletes and European athletes. I was like, oh, this is just the chalking fitness dream of being able to be there and, like, oh, all my UK athletes under one roof. I can just... <laughs> my pretties. <laughs> I, I have my hotel booked for strength and depth. I have There's, the I, same hotel booked. Yeah, yeah. I hope, to be honest, I'll be, I'll be honest, boys. I hope that you don't. I, and I, I guess you've both got that like late cancellation, no, no issue thing going on. Yeah, I see, I see. Yeah. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw it straight out because I know you won't, right? I'm hoping that you get a call from Ollie and Megan saying, Tom, Jason, we'd love you to be on the media team. We'd love you to run some sort of before pre-show uh, some pre-show some during show and some after show type stuff just like you do in chalking fitness and plate stack chat you know i, 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 I assume i, I, assume I don't need a it. phone call i mean i was literally he could have said it to my face this morning when he was coaching yeah but it's way cooler when you that. get a phone call or an email oh, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like simon cowell calling you right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you have a camera crew there like to film it at the same time the, the other thing i'm doing and I've not been able to look at hotels yet because the location is not confirmed. Is I've been looking at how how I might get to Lowlands as well. Ooh, giggity. Uh, that's 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 a big ask though. That's a big ask. Talking of semi-finals and anyone listening to this or people that are listening to this that know other people. So an idea that I've got that I'm throwing out there is obviously Sid is the final week of semi-finals and good chances that we're all going to be there. So definitely we're going to be able to do something before after during whatever the four plate sec chat what i'd like that we're doing is obviously live shows the other weeks as well and we're going to be talking about the events that have just happened or are just happening if anybody is going to be at any of those events let us know because then we'd love to get you on before or after so we can have somebody who was like boots on the ground at the event that can talk to us about it I we'll think that would be have really nice. Correspondence, then. I think we'll have correspondence. <laughs> and put out there, we're more than happy to be correspondents for other people if they want people that were at Sid. So, yeah. you know, it's an, a mutual exchange of content. <laughs> there we go. Hold on. <laughs> that sounds dodgy. <laughs> that does not sound dodgy. That Only to you and your dirty mind does that sound dodgy, Tom. Get out the gutter, boy. <laughs> Uh, no, exciting, exciting. Yeah, really, really it'd be great to kind of like hear from others around around the globe attending uh, semi-finals, or or even just you know wanting to talk about what's going on in their uh, affiliates at the open and quarter-final stage. Yeah. So uh, reach out, yeah. let us know. Uh, we're excited to kind of uh, share our share our experiences too. And 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 on that note, talking about semi-finals, talking about Sid, European athletes. Something we haven't mentioned is obviously. You know, we've we've had Mike on the on the podcast in in the past, haven't we? So we've talked about you know that's a, a team, a games bound team, and obviously we're hoping to see them at Sid. There's another team that potentially could be assigned to Sid if they qualified. Oh, oh, I hadn't even thought about that. Giggity, because they're based out of Iceland. Mums wow. go to Iceland, so <laughs> and, and yeah. she's a mum. Happen to be a mum. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so um we heard about like annie's sort of put together this super team uh that are all based in iceland now apparently so i mean first of all thoughts on that tom you purist of the affiliate cup thoughts on that um uh, yeah i mean we <laughs> <laughs> What's really interesting is they are changing the way that teams are named this year in that now the name of the affiliate has to go first. You can have like a sub team, but like, you know, so it would be like, mm. so I think what that means for CrossFit Aylesbury, home of the athlete program uh, games team, it'd be like CrossFit Aylesbury dash the athlete program, um, you know, because they are trying to make sure it's a focus on the the, the affiliates. Um, that, that it's it. I, it's definitely a super team. I, I saw like uh, Brian highlight it and it's like called it a super team. I was like, too right, call a spade a spade. Now, there's nothing wrong with that if they're all going to like, um, you know, train at the same place and if they can prove that, um, you know, that they're, they're, they're doing that because I'm pretty sure they all had to be living and training there for like the 13th of January. But I'm sure you just have to email HQ or email CrossFit Games HQ at least and, and get a, 
a waiver and and it'll and it'll be fine. Uh, but... Yeah, I think you have to show like a utility bill, things like that, right, to show that you've been living mm -hmm. there, like you're actually there. I, I would just throw back, and also I I love my little button where I can show the comments on the <laughs> on the screen. It's really good. Uh, so thanks, Sophie, for enjoying the comments. Um, what I would say is actually something Mike mentioned when he came on the podcast and we discussed this very topic because I think we were sort of saying like if Rich Froning phones someone up and says, hey, want to come and be on my team? Who's saying no? Who is not jumping in the car and moving? Right. Uh, so but one thing like Mike commented about that I thought was really interesting was this idea of dedication. Like if you're willing to relocate there for that mm. period of time that you need to be there, that's dedication to your team. And that's dedication at the end of the day to that affiliate. Because you're going to have these great athletes training at your affiliate, maybe coaching at your affiliate, like being involved in seminars, who knows what else they could be doing there. So at the end of the day, that's a good thing for the affiliate. It's not like, oh, we're just going to go and use the name of this affiliate to get there, right? They have to be linked, tied to that box. And that that could be a good thing for them. And mm. and I think we, you know, maybe I said it, maybe Mike said it, I don't remember, but we were saying like, it's not unheard of for an athlete to go, I want to move to this place because that's where this coach is. And I know that this coach will elevate me to the next level and they relocate mm. and we commend them and say, wow, well, man, dedication that they were willing to, to move there. I mean, it's like um, Ellie Turner's in Canada at the moment, like freezing mm. cold Canada from Australia. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because Michelle Latrand is there and it's like, mm. Oh, if I'm there, I can get that, that coaching. Mm -hmm. And we think, wow, dedication. That's great. Well, at the end of the day, isn't it the same thing? They're just these people are dedicated enough to the games that they want to to relocate, to live there for quite a substantial period of time to justify being included uh, as a team. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, maybe it is a super team, but it's a super team within yeah. the the rules. So you know, yeah. What what I'm what what I'm hoping though with it, and you know, having done stats on Europe last year, the number of like CrossFit Reykjavik, if that's where they're based, um, athletes qualifying for quarterfinals uh, is is significant. And what I really hope is that, and you know, is that when you get these super teams form, that it's not at the detriment of the kind of like aspiring athletes yeah. already at the at the box. Um, so that you know, I, I'd love to see somewhere like CrossFit Reykjavik being able to take another team to semifinals, um, and that really then speaks to kind of like actually. Um, this is not detracting from the amazing effort that goes in kind of like somewhere like, you know, from, from what must be some awesome athletes already there. And and so I think that's the case. And, you know, I think for the sport, it's great. It's great to see like, and it is a huge, huge, a huge commitment. You know, Khan Porter is regularly now posting stuff of him in, in, uh, in, in Reykjavik. So, you know, and, and so it'd be great to see he's a, he's a great character, be brilliant. Um, and I think I, I understand, you know, that, that announcement is that, you know, there'll be, We'll be able to follow that team through the season in some shape or form. Um, seeing Annie move to a team will be interesting. She's been predominantly, if not solely, individual for for most of her kind of games career so, or CrossFit career so far. Um, whereas, like Lauren Fisher, is a lot more um, a lot more kind of established across both team and individual. So she'll she'll bring experience there. Um, I think um, I, I'd be intrigued to know where um, if that means like isn't her other half like rasmus anderson if he's up in Reykjavik with her um so yeah it'd be cool i really like the idea of that the the, the box kind of get, getting better I, what i really hope it's not is like oh here's these four cool athletes that are going to go train over here and like everyone else just kind of stay out of our way if you can please because that'd mm. be really good what as you say what it'd be really good is if that that in doing in doing the kind of super team stuff they're growing the 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 sort of the level of the rest yeah. of their athletes yeah. so that they can work together you would imagine that they're not going to be as good as annie mm. and khan and laura and you yeah. know those guys but they're certainly you know if you're working out next to the best of the best you're going to be better right yeah you've yeah. got to be to, on, to even keep up on that note and this is a a, self, a selfish plug um i Choking Fitness Podcast, we just had Owen Jones, head coach and co-owner of CrossFit Aylesbury on the podcast. And he spoke about um, at length about having a CrossFit Games team working, coaching and training in CrossFit Aylesbury and how they would be working in the same class. Either, you know, that some of the athletes are coaching 
some of the athletes are taking part in the classes and and the synergy that created and the inspiration and the and the the the, the buzz that created. So do go and have a listen to that episode if you want to hear about an example of that in in practice. Um, and uh, you know, I think it, it's I think Sam, you make a really good point there. Is that it's you know a super team forming it an affiliate is great, and I really hope that they're part of an affiliate, and I hope we see that in other places as well. Mm. We did it, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I enjoyed this. I don't know about yeah. you, but uh, it's nice. Uh, if, you, if you've listened just to the podcast version, don't stop doing that. Like, we really appreciate that. And uh, we, we hope that the change to the like the live format isn't detracting from your enjoyment of just listening to the podcast, where we would maybe edit things a lot, a lot better, a lot cleaner. Um, we're kind of now again especially putting this up tomorrow morning it doesn't give us a lot of time to to play around with the audio file so ho hopefully you're still enjoying it thank you for those of you that, that watched live and and you know chimed in with the comments that's really great that makes us uh, very happy to know that we weren't here talking to ourselves because it always feels like we are anyway <laughs> i mean whenever i look at the stats and i'm like oh people actually listen to this it's amazing but you know seeing it in real time is a little bit surreal and off-putting um so this is something we really want to push forward with. So if you're enjoying this or if you come back and watch it after the fact, let us know um, because we, we've got ideas. And as you know, we've been talking the road to the games, it's just kind of kicking off now It is the perfect time for us to uh, to push the boat out a little bit and get a little bit out of our comfort zone, but um, try something that we think could be really fun and yeah. i think the idea of getting people on you know as we always have our kind of we we didn't get anyone on as a guest this week because it wasn't fair to put them through this <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um definitely we want to keep getting our our guest co-hosts on and having them you know especially if it's tied to the things that are going on within the community and with the events we think this could really be you know we often talk of it as like a a, a you know podcast from the community for the community and um absolutely i think this is the way to go with that so if you want to be on let us know we'd love to to hear from you we've got what, three weeks of open we've got quarterfinals we've got semi-finals as well as all the other random topics we like to talk about so um thank you everyone uh sam tom anything you want to say before i i hit the outro music no i'll just echo what you said you know it's great to to kind of like share like this some people are you know are pushing themselves to get to quarterfinals we're pushing ourselves to to kind of go go live Talk with about those people chat. going to quarterfinals yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> i will say you know we welcome feedback from anyone who only listens to the the podcast audio you know if this really disrupts that experience for you do let us know any of the graphics i've spoken about we'll be sharing on instagram so that you can find those uh, anyway and if you can't find them let us know and we'll share them with you and i think you can <laughs> My, my cat. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, I'd just like to say, what date is it today? It is what am I, I'm a. Uh, so, I if you haven't already, um, I hope you boys. Won't, I'm fine. I don't even care if you mind. Um, if you go to my Instagram page, Laroche Original, which is there, if you're looking. If you're not, then it's Laroche Original. Um, I've. I'm raising money. It's red January. I'm moving every day. I'm doing 50 burpees every single day. Um, I've done 1300 to uh, as of right now. Um, it'll be 1350 tomorrow. Um, but I, yeah, I'm trying to raise some money for sport in mind. So do go Instagram, link in bio, you know, all that stuff. Follow us on uh, at plate.stack.chat on Instagram. Oh, which is becoming more active, by the way. <laughs> I've yeah. actually started following people. So you might start seeing more stuff go on with the Instagram as well. It may be worth finally following it. <laughs> Jason at Jason CF Media. Tom at Chalking Fitness. If you sign up to his newsletter, you get uh, you get the chance to win a um, a free ticket to one of the High Rocks events coming up by, by, by the end of January. That's by, sorry, by the end of January. Yeah. So get so get that in now. Days. Yeah. If it's after the end of January, don't bother signing up. Whoa! Uh, no, <laughs> hold on. If you're if you're if you're going to pedal my if you're going to pedal my wares, I'm going to pedal my own wares as well. Yeah. yeah no, do, do, enough, do sign up. Enough. Do sign up to the, the newsletter. I am trying to put all the kind of competition news in one place. Um, you know, and th so the games timeline will be in that newsletter. It's free. Doesn't cost you anything. Um, and uh, um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll go with that. And, and Sophie's just expressing her appreciation that we finally started following her on <laughs> 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 Uh 
running running um, running an Instagram channel is like a full time job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you you had just said something that had triggered something in my mind. That I was like, oh oh yes, and I was talking about the events because obviously Tom highlights all the the UK events. And yes, we're talking about semi finals and we're talking about the opens and all that. We know there are also a lot of events going on around the UK and you know and other parts of the world that are not part of the main CrossFit kind of ecosystem. But if again, if you're going to be at that event. We want to still hear about it, so um, let us know mm. if, if you're going to be boots on the ground at any events, competing, spectating, working, whatever it may be. Uh, we will definitely get you on. Uh, and finally, uh, La Roche Original has commented. <laughs> Does that mean one of the two one of the two people watching was actually Sam? Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm watching as well. <laughs> all right, and on that note, <laughs> goodbye, uh, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Bless you all.